At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. First bet wants you to get in all the horse racing action. Sign up today with promo code Vegas1000. Receive $10 instantly and up to a $1,000 bonus. VEASAN.com slash horses for details. Bonus code Vegas1000, baby. It's one of our favorite hours of the entire week. Here we go. Thursdays with the maestro. He is the VP of Circuit Sports, the D in Golden Gate in downtown Las Vegas. He's also the host of Odds On. Weekdays at 2 Eastern, 11 Pacific, right here on VEASAN. He is Mike Palm. Good day, sir. Good morning, Mitch. Good morning, Paul. Good morning, Marlboro, Connecticut. Connecticut needs to feel some love. Our loyal Nesson family, they don't understand uh, why Maine gets propped up all the time. Morris, Illinois. Peekaboo Marquee, we see you. Milk River, Alberta. Some great oh. hockey going on up there. Roger Sportsnet. Uniontown, Pennsylvania. Pittsburgh area, AT&T. And Sunrise on Spectrum, Simi Valley, California. Good yeah. morning. That took 20 seconds, Vescursion. Okay. Man, I, love, Vescursion. I love Vescursion. It was great. He referenced me three times. <laughs> I love the kid. Yeah. <laughs> Let's start today's show with some fireworks. Oh, yeah. no. Let's yes. Go. Yeah. Please relay this story of what you tried to bet in the last week or so on a future in Major League Baseball and how that sports book operated. Well, little did I know Hader would be away from the team. We, we could have had two saves this week. Any, I wanted to bet Hader. Look, every one of these starters in the National League I see has flaws. Oh, They've yeah. had at least two bad starts. You know, Wheeler's starting to put it together. But it, there's nothing like a Verlander who's just been dominant. So I said, why? And maybe this is the year maybe of the reliever. Be. Brewers are going to win that division. Hader's going to have a ton of saves. Let's bet Hader. I, I was looking around. You mentioned that he was 100 to 1 earlier last week. So I started looking around over the weekend. 75 to 1 was the best price I found. Um, so he dropped to 50 to 1, 40 to 1 in some places. So I went to a, a book here in Las Vegas where I have a top tier card. And I went in. Here's the first thing that upset me, Paul. I went in and I said, Can I get a printout for National League Cy Young? Nope. I said, What? I said, You have a sheet? You have an updated sheet? Did you update it this morning? There's no sheets and there's no printouts. I said, well, I'd like to look at the field. They said, you tell us a picture, we'll tell you the price. Oh. I, I told this story to several people. They said, yeah, very few people will give you a printout anymore. I've never, never heard, heard of I've always went and got a printout. Anyhow. Yeah, okay. You just asked the teller. Okay. So I said, how about Josh Hader? What? What's the name? Hader. How do you spell it? H-A-D. Okay, so it comes 70 to 1. It's still best price in the market by 20 to 1. The, uh, 50 to 1 anywhere. And then some faraway places, 60 to 1. They said, I said, okay, how much do you want? 400. I handed them 400. With my, the player's card. And the player's card. So you're card. saying, no, okay, this is who I am. No, no BS. We're here. good to go I'm here. On the level. I'm also in the Hall of Fame, class of 2018 at this casino. Your picture's on the wall. Is that picture, true? Picture on the wall. If oh, come on. The second. Anyhow. <laughs> now, this book is run by a European. You know, it's farmed out. They're, they're odds making. I don't know if the risk is farmed out. Spins for six minutes, six minutes, six minutes, waiting, wait. I said, what's the issue? Well, we got to come. We'll see what they come back with. They came in. We'll give you a hundred. 
I said, 100. They said, yeah, we'll give you 100, sir. Would you like 100? So I pulled 300 back. They printed out the ticket, took my card. I started to walk away. The supervisor said, sir, don't you want to make another bet? I said, sure, I'd like to bet 300 at 70 to 1. <laughs> they go, no, you can bet another 100 at 50 to 1 if you'd like. It's disgusting. Jesus. Really, I'm not going to go full Jeff Benson here, but it, it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty disgusting. That's awful. Yeah, pretty awful. Anyway. Take a bet. Or don't put it up there. How much would keep, you like it? Why does it, it keep happening? Yeah. You can't you can't move the odds on somebody without taking a bet and then something. And I mean the, the Salinas stuff. I mean yeah. we're on a horrible run here. With, a bad run. And nowhere anywhere in the sports book or casino, of course, would they show like a limit, right? No. So you throw out a number, and they're like, right, "Well, right. let's check on it." Right. No, sorry. If I'd have bet fifty, would they would they have moved the number? I don't know. Then I, I asked. Oh, Matt, what about this? Are you better off going to the kiosk? Oh, that was yeah, and, come on and firing learned, twenty bucks yeah. a pop. You have just, to. Just hit it 20, 20, 20, 20, 20. Keep doing it over and over and over again. How do you ask that question after what you just said? Of course, you got to jam the sucker. Yeah. Well, does he have any regrets not doing that? Would you do that next time? Yeah, but I never thought I couldn't get $400 uh, down. Well. Oh, no. This, really? Uh, not out here. This, They're going to hold the money for four okay. months. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I know. That, that book has uh, rejected smaller bets than that. I didn't and, and know. Mo- and move the number. I'm uh, used to dealing with a different book where I, you know. Can get five thousand sure. down on a Copa uh, Libertadores match. Yeah, right. Yeah. Six thousand on, on women's, women's soccer. soccer. Yeah, come on, yeah. In play. Yeah. I know. I hear you, but that's, yeah, that's yeah. right. You, by, you, by, you were betting five dimes on a women's soccer match, mm-hmm. and it six. Would, and it, it would get accepted in how long? Less than a minute. But you can't get down four hundred on a bet that's not going to be paid off until the middle of November. Correct. Okay. Yeah, well, that, it, that seems right. Well, it's not. If I bet another hundred at fifty, then would they give me a hundred at twenty-five to one? How does that market have have such little liquidity that a hundred dollar bet would drive that price from seventy five to seventy to one to fifty to one? Good question. Yeah, tough, mm-hmm. tough. What do you do? You watch West West Reynolds earlier in the week. Something we played earlier. What do you think tipping is appropriate for a writer teller? Cash a ticket, withdrawal. You make many many withdrawals. Yeah, that's a tough question because the all the times you lose, you're not. That's you're true. You're not tipping them too. That's, are yeah. you are you a winning player? Are you a losing player? Generally, if I cash a nice take, especially a parlay. So if I get paid out something five to one, six to one, ten to one, something like that, I like to give the kids twenty dollars, right? And uh, you know they, they they you know they're minimum wage employees for the most part, maybe a couple dollars above that. And uh, it depends on the customer service and how often I play there too. A, a book that I've been to right. for the first time and I go and cash a ticket, maybe maybe five dollars, maybe ten. Some place you go all the time. Like it was here or maybe at South Point or something like that. It's a yeah. different story where you know everybody. That's sure. true. Sure. South Point, very good. Also, you want those drink tickets. Now, we're getting a lot <laughs> of feedback on this today. FTM at VEASAN.com is the email. This is a good email from John who says, I got to tell you, though, guys, it's a two-way street. I, like if I have a good re- – if the, if the ticket writer is nice to me, I will certainly tip. But if they don't give me the time of, of the of day and they're a jerk, and if they offer me zero drink tickets and it's like that, he's like, why would I tip that person? Like if you're, but if it's nice and I get a drink ticket and you have a good conversation quickly, like I'm going to tip them automatically. That's what I John tip had almost to say. everybody. We've talked about this before. The repair person, the cable guy, the plumber, tip them on the way in. It's the same thing. The valet, tip them when they pick it, not when they get to your car. Tip them on the way in. That that's where it makes the most sense. Jimmy yeah. Vaccaro tips the valet on the way in and the way out. Yeah, yeah. I think he does Keep both. You up front, yeah, sure. Tough move. Yep. Very good. Speaking of tipping, I know you did, we did, you did some digging on this. There was a $1.4 million hit at the D again, but this goes back a week or two with the Wheel of Fortune. 
the fellow was from Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Can you give us a little background on what he put in and, and, and what happened and transpired there with the $1 million hit? Yeah, they, they were in less than 200 I think, him and his wife. Truck driver and a retired school teacher. Uh, and then they, they had planned to leave and, and go home. They stayed an extra night. But, uh, yeah, nobody retired off of that one. <laughs> yeah, I, I was told they had a nice presentation. Great staff always at the D. That they brought out champagne and, and he tipped a dollar. Oh, a dollar. Yeah. Your thoughts on that? That's worse than tipping zero because the guy knows. That's actually tip zero next time. Yeah. He, he threw a dollar. Yeah. Well, maybe a dollar on the installment payments too. Maybe we'll get a dollar a year. Maybe he'll mail it in. A dollar. That, I, I mean, I heard that. I like, it can't, that can't be. He just won a million dollars. He, they brought him a beautiful presentation. You're right, Paul. Sir, champagne, everything. Congrats. That's dollar, a, dollar. That's, that's a thousand percent worse than tipping zero dollars. <laughs> that's because some people just don't know. It's like, because you know, it's a gesture, right? And here, yeah. take one one stinking dollar off of a one point four million dollar hit. I've told you the story about my next door neighbor when I was a kid. Did I tell that story? What was that there? one? Was that was eight years old. We lived <laughs> and we lived there for fifteen years or whatever. My parents had lived there. The next door neighbor was a retired couple, and so he calls me and he says, "We're going to go on a cruise. We're going to be gone for three weeks." Could you water my tomato garden and my flowers? Oh, sure. Oh, sure, bud. No problem. He, he, he brings me his watering can and, in, and written out instructions on how to do it. And he says, and by the way, he says, I'm turning the water and everything off in the house. So you have to use your own water. So I tell my dad, he's like, why do we have to use our water? What, what's this about? So he was a little perturbed. So anyhow, every day I would go over three times a day, the tomato garden in the back and the flower, flower beds around the house with our water, lug the can over. My father was monitoring the water bill. So they come back after their cruise. Thank you, everything. And he gives me an envelope. He said, I really appreciate you doing this and taking care of it. So they leave. I walk in the house. My father says, give me that envelope. <laughs> he opened the envelope. $3. <laughs> There was $3 in the end. He said, our water costs more than the $3. Now picture it. It's four years later. It's a Tuesday night. My mother bowls. I remember this. So Tuesday night, like 930, and NYPD Blue is on. Yeah. And we hear a crash next door. And I look up to the window, and I said, Dad, I think the Shargat's house is getting robbed. He said, sit down. <laughs> I said, sit down. We should call the police. Remember the $3, he said? And they got robbed. They broke in. They stole everything. They were gone. They came back. They came up. Did you hear? Did you see anything? My father said, nothing. We were asleep. The $3. He never forgot the $3. <laughs> True story. NYPD Blue we were watching. Oh my God. Little, first of all, NYPD Blue is that old? Yeah. How, uh, when did that start? Well, oh. it was 30-something years ago. I mean, it wasn't, uh, I was a young teenager. I was going to say, yeah, you were a teenager Tuesday, back then, right? My, uh, my mother wasn't home. She was bowling. Otherwise, she certainly would what, call the police. What a move I by wish, your old man. Wow. Man. He never forgot. Uh, <laughs> it's about principle. Oh, wow. It's holds, about principle. Holds a grudge maybe a little then bit. Then they huh? had a big fancy security <laughs> system <down>. installed. <laughs> they had amber lights, and they came over, and he handed it. Bud, he handed it to my dad. Ron, here's the instructions. If you hear these amber lights, if you hear this sound, this is what you do. He walked away, took you through it in the garbage. Can't you guys? Uh, was there, is there like a Good Samaritan law? You guys no, this ain't Seinfeld. No, this, this is Seinfeld? not Seinfeld. Does it exist no. in the real world? No. Yeah. 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 I was wondering. <laughs> He's Jack Klompus. Get the hell out of here with your jingle. You'd yeah. have loved my old. Man. Oh, absolutely. You'd have loved yeah, yeah. Cub baseball, where they blew it against the Padres in '84. I got to take some time to myself. Michael, get your oh, coat. Oh God, he wasn't wrong. <laughs> no, he was, he was not good wrong. man. Yeah. Okay, so coming up this hour, I, I promise we're going to get to the reports of a certain city maybe landing an NBA franchise mm. and what home court edge could mean for that team. Do's and don'ts. 
uh, at the blackjack table. Mike's thoughts on the NHL playoffs and up next, the five biggest gaffes of the week in no hyperbole. This is Follow the Money on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. The Sports Betting Network. Great write-ups and previews always at Winners and Winers. And David Hess has dominated MLB totals for over the last year and a half. Consistent numbers from one of the best total handicappers, totals handicappers in the business. 62% this year. He likes a total today. He's locked in. You can get it by texting VEASAN to 320-350-3500. Get David's MLB total for free. Text VEASAN 320-350-3500. No bias. You will respect my authority. No pulled punches. Your wife cheated on you because you lost sight of who you are as a man, as a husband. No agenda. There is no fear in this dojo. This is no hyperbole. This is the best part of the week. Here's the maestro, Mike Palm. All right, number five, 132-foot wrister. The Calgary Flames-Edmonton Oilers Western Conference semifinal gave us an unbelievable moment in Game 4 Tuesday night in Edmonton. Flames goaltender Jacob Markstrom misplayed a puck less than a minute into the game, giving the Oilers a quick 1-0 lead. The Oilers led 3-0 after one period and looked well on their way to taking a commanding three games to one lead in the battle for Alberta. But the Flames fought back in the second period and cut the deficit to 3-2. It remained that way a little over halfway through the third period after the Flames killed an Oilers power play. That's when gambling expert Evander Kane's pass was intercepted by Flames defenseman Rasmus Anderson. Anderson immediately lofted the puck toward the Edmonton zone and right past goaltender Mike Smith and into the net to tie the game 3-3 with 9.04 remaining. The puck traveled 132 feet on its journey to the net. One of the most unbelievable goals you will ever see for any level of hockey, not to mention a Stanley Cup playoff game. There are two things I find curious about the whole incident. First was Smith's immediate reaction. (laughs) It was obvious to anyone watching the game, and maybe even Don Koharski, that Smith didn't see the puck coming at him. Yet his reaction was to raise both hands in the air and look around at his teammates. Who did he think he could put the blame on? Sorry, Mike, you're on an island here. But what was also interesting was what uh, Rasmus Anderson was doing. He's three-quarters of the way across the ice and immediately lofted the puck at him. If he wanted to get a change, he could have shot it into the corner. Or he could have skated it to center red and dumped it in. But what did he see out of Mike Smith that he would fire the puck from that far away? Whatever he saw, it worked. To Smith and the Oilers' credit, they didn't concede in the game's final nine minutes. Ryan Nugent Hopkins beat Markstrom with three and a half minutes to go, and the Oilers won 5-3 to push the Flames to the brink of elimination. Number four, country roads take them home. Alabama head football coach Nick Saban drew the ire of his former assistant and good buddy, fellow SEC head coach Jimbo Fisher of Texas A&M with recent comments about the state of college football. Well, you know, I think one of the things that I'd like to see us be able to work back to is everything in college football has always had parity. You know, same scholarship, you know, same 
academic support, healthcare, whatever it is. And um, you know, I don't think we have that balance right now, which could affect you know the parity of college football and college athletics as a whole. So, um, and I know we got a lot of good people working on it, and uh, I'm sure they'll come up with a good solution for us. Jimbo fired back the next day at his former mentor. You're taking shots at 17-year-old kids and their families. That they broke state laws. That they're, that they're, they're all money. They're, we bought every player on this group. We never bought anybody. No rules were broken. Nothing was done wrong. It was all in the, and the way we do things, the ethics in which we do things. And these families, it's despicable that a reputable head coach could come out and say this when he doesn't get his way or things don't go his way. The narcissist in him doesn't allow those things to happen. It's ridiculous But when, when he's not on top. And the parody in college football he's been talking about, go talk to coaches who coach for him. You'll find out all the parody. Go dig into wherever he's been. Let me start here. Saban's suggestion that he has nothing to do with nor permitted anything in his quarter century as a head college football coach outside the guidance of the NCAA rulebook is laughable. NIL is a reality, and the Aggie boosters have the deepest pockets in the country. So get used to it, Nick. Jimbo's answer, though, is equally as pathetic. If you have some specific allegations to make against Saban, make them. This ask anybody mantra is garbage. You were on his staff for four years. You brought it up. Let's hear it. Saban later apologized for singling out Texas A&M. He should. This is nonsense. You guys are both from West Virginia, for God's sakes. Number three, they aren't called the Bettman ratings. What is the NHL doing with their Stanley Cup playoff schedule? I kept quiet during the first round when they scheduled four games nightly at 7, 7.30, 9.30, and 10 p.m. Eastern time. Every set of second games started late. Of course they did. You can't expect a playoff game to be done in two hours and 20 minutes when the puck drop is 10 minutes after the hour. It would be like the NFL scheduling games at 1 and 4 Eastern. But now, this past weekend was absolutely ridiculous. The second round games have been running two series every night with a day off between games for all eight squads. And then came the weekend. The NHL decided to play only one game on Saturday, Avs at Blues, and have three games on Sunday. Okay, this can be done fairly easily. That is fairly easy for anyone other than the NHL or perhaps Rob Manfred in Major League Baseball. Instead of playing the game in St. Louis in the afternoon on Saturday, they started at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. local time, and ran it right up against Game 3 of the NBA Eastern Conference Finals between the Heat and the Celtics. Gary Bettman could have had the whole stage to himself earlier in the day outside of those compelled to watch the D-backs and Cubs from Rainey Wrigley. And then on Sunday, he overlaps the Lightning Panthers game with the Hurricanes-Rangers games with start times of 1.30 and 3.30 Eastern, and then a two-hour gap before Flames-Oilers at 8 o'clock. The NHL had a TV ratings boom during the playoffs in the bubble because they had standalone matinee games every day. Too bad they couldn't retain that unintended consequence of a pandemic with better playoff scheduling this year and moving forward. Number two, inactive content management. Derek Stevens and I first started talking about active content management on this very program three years ago. It is the concept of programming and actively managing sporting events at public venues, like sportsbooks, bars, restaurants, swimming pools, wherever someone would want to watch a game. Derek called the lack of active content management, quote, a travesty in America. I thought at the time his statement might have been a bit hyperbolic, but three years later, it has never rang more true. I submit into evidence three events from just the last week. A local bar and grill here in Las Vegas on Sunday afternoon. Two NHL playoff games, 10 baseball games, and the final round of the PGA Championship. They had nine TVs. Four were on college softball, three on international hockey, and two on a college football 150 show. (laughs) 
Tuesday night at Herakies Cherokee Sportsbook. With the home state Hurricanes playing game four in Madison Square Garden, the main sportsbook screen and volume was on a baseball documentary. And a story from a listener who was at a local casino right here in Las Vegas yesterday. He said he was playing in the pit and asked them to put the Brewers-Padres game on. After the game ended, he asked if they could either switch it to the NHL or NBA playoff game starting at 5. Four different people tried to change the channel but couldn't. They ended up turning off the TV when they eventually got stuck in an info-loading screen. How can this be in 2022? This many business owners don't care, or are they simply not capable? If there is any attempt at management, it certainly isn't active. Tim Johnson, at TD underscore Johnson on Twitter, resurrected an idea from a couple years ago based on the current state of affairs. Start a business to do ACM for these bars, restaurants, and books, or start a TV show called Bar Rescue, where we go in and train them. It just keeps getting worse. And number one, a walk-off for the ump. The stakes were high in Magnolia, Arkansas on Saturday, as the Northeastern State Riverhawks from Tequila, Oklahoma, met the Henderson State Reddies in the Division II Central Baseball Regional. The Reddies led 11-5 heading into the bottom of the ninth. That's when the Never Say Die Riverhawks, having their best season in history, mounted a ferocious rally. The Riverhawks had played it two and had the bases loaded with two outs, trailing by four. That's when Blaze Brothers drove a ball to deep left center. The ball hit off the top of the wall, plating the three runners and cutting the lead to 11-10. Up next was Brock Reller, the Central Region Player of the Year, who had hit his 28th homer earlier in the game. But the mighty Casey, I mean Brock, would never have his bat. Because rounding first place, Blaze Brothers collided with the first base umpire. With both he and the ump knocked to the ground, Blaze got up and headed towards second. The throw came in from the cutoff. There was a bang-bang play at second base. And the first base umpire, trailing the play by at least 30 feet, the same first base umpire who had knocked Blaze down rounding first, called him out. The Northeastern State manager came out to protest. Surely the umpires would have ruled that there was, quote, umpire interference and rightfully awarded Blaze Brothers second base or even put him back to first, giving Brock Reller his chance at the plate. The four-man crew huddled. They weighed the egregious lack of positioning and mechanics by the first base umpire, the harm caused by his actions, the rule book, and the gravity of the situation. And they ejected the manager and stood by their call, ending the River Hawks' magical season. There was no joy in Magnoliaville. See that? Thank you. I, I follow this on Twitter, awful umpiring. <laughs> oh, really? And that's I where it came I from. Go, I go by it once. I didn't even know he quoted the story. There's actually, you know, we can't show video of these things. Right, There's right. actually a video that a parent must have taken. I, I got this the still shot, but of him rounding yeah. the base, colliding with the umpire, them both getting up. I mean, it was. Oh, what a fiasco. Then it was like a four-minute thing in the middle of the field where they're trying to decide what to do. No, season over. And the over. player's name is actually Blaze Brothers? Yes, Wow. And then Brock Reller next. Okay. Some great names in Division II Central Region. Awesome job as always with no <laughs> hyperbole. Nailed, Up next, we will get the Maestro's thoughts. Rumors are swirling about two new teams, two new cities getting a team in this sport. Are we talking about the best home court advantage maybe in any sport, if that's true? The Sports Betting Network. Welcome back. VSIN Summer Specials here. Only $39. You get everything VSIN has to offer from now to the end of July. The next few months are going to be filled with great betting content. 
Adam Burke's daily best bet in Major League Baseball had a winner yesterday. If you want the full VEASAN experience, you get the daily best bet emails, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, the live video stream whenever you want it. The cost is $39 to subscribe through July 31st. VEASAN.com slash summer. Ten minutes, we have big news in the NBA that we'll share okay. coming up. So, well, on that note, sticking in that sport, uh, it seems like this is getting hot and heavy, Mike, mm. with the uh, NBA rumor mill. It continues to swirl. Uh, another report this week suggesting that once the the current media deal is done in the NBA in 2024, uh, they are going to expand by two cities, putting a franchise back in Seattle, where the NBA never should have left, right? Right. And a franchise here in Las Vegas. This is not really even a rumor anymore. Put it this way, if I could bet that Las Vegas is going to get an NBA franchise right now, if somebody would take a bet on that, I would fire a lot of money. What would you bet? I was asked this question on the radio a couple weeks ago. What will Las Vegas get first, a Major League Baseball team or an NBA team? I would bet NBA because now. I'm absolutely convinced we're getting yep. an NBA team. I'm not so sure we're going to get baseball at this point. Well, what's going on with the A's? Who knows? I thought they were coming. They're going to build a stadium here. Yeah. And that probably is uh, with my heart. I hate the idea. I personally hate the idea. Of the NBA team or the Major League Baseball, baseball team? Baseball. Because it's too hot? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And 81 home dates. Too many games. Too many games. It's going to be the fourth. Uh, we're going to go from zero sports teams to four. Good call. I, but anyway. What good if, call, too, about if, Seattle. A stain on Stern's legacy. Absolutely. That never should have happened. What if they built a stadium... It didn't have a specific team to Las Vegas, but had every team play one home series in that stadium during the year that their fans could come out to Vegas for. Play a Cubs-Cardinals series here, a Yankees-Red Sox series here. During the middle of the season. Yeah. It just seemed like they did the London thing, but make it a consistent uh, yes. Las Vegas rotation. Oh. Uh, yeah. gut, gut feeling says, okay. Uh, okay, I'd be on board with something like that. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. But if, an, if we got an NBA team here, I think you can go back from a betting perspective now, Mike. Mm-hmm. specifically here, the early Golden Knight days where the Vegas flu was real and it was spectacular. I think an NBA team here in Las Vegas with these teams coming in on a bat, hey, they just played in Utah last night. Oh, they Getting here at 4 o'clock in the morning, hey, everything's open. Let's, I think the home court edge here would be enormous. I'd really like them if they had a day of rest in between. Might even and the be back, better. The back was on the way out the door as far as w- uh-huh. when they had the recreation day ahead of time. Oh, I think that will be it. Would be even more an advantage than it was with the with the Knights and the Vegas flu, which we saw based on the schedules. Whether it was in that game where these teams would go to Arizona the day after and couldn't beat beat the awful it Coyotes, incredible. it was yeah. the greatest thing ever for yeah, Arizona, was, right? Because yeah. on these back to backs, they would be tremendous. <laughs> mm-hmm. But you got now you don't want to name names here with the team, but you've brought this up on the air before. Oh, yeah. You called them the Mickey Mantles. Oh yeah, where there was a team out here in Las Vegas. They had dinner reservations the night before the game against the Golden Knights. At 7 p.m. At 7 p.m. They couldn't be seated. They, they were so talk. drunk. They couldn't talk. They couldn't talk at 7 p.m. Couldn't seat them. Couldn't have a meal. That's on the Friday night. Then they played the, the Knights on Saturday night and beat them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They beat them. And, and they were terrific. Two years right? in a row it happened. They did. Same team came back the next year and were, were obliterated. <laughs> and also won the next year. I mean, oh you can narrow God. it down if you look at the... the Schedule is but it the only team that does this, or how many? It's times the only this team that we experienced at our properties that that came in and was it that just gets after it oh. like all day at the oh. pool and just well, that's the thing. I mean, total puddle. You drink and you're in the sun. It's it has quite an effect on you, even yes. if you're a world class athlete. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. right, you know? right, right. So, Seven o'clock, maybe a nine thirty reservation. Yeah. yeah, but we've seen this what this is like with NBA players when they go to Miami mm. and they might hit it hard, or when they go to Atlanta. Los Angeles. How about and Atlanta? Atlanta. Atlanta's another one, right? Mm, right. So Las Vegas could be well, similar, but 
Even we, better. We have the best gentlemen's clubs here and also the best clubs, period, with the nightclub. So mm-hmm. that uh, the NBA players, I think, oh, my, how many guys are going to be rolling dice at 4 a.m. Right before the game and you do that because we never close as well? How about what Florida did? Going to the gentlemen's club till 4 a.m. before the – before that, and they played well. They, had four, they did forty-nine they did. shots, whatever yeah. it was. Yeah, they did. It's just sometimes it's uh, works different for teams. Yeah. Maybe a lot of load management on these games in Vegas. Oh, <laughs> oh good point. Huh? Yeah, oh, suddenly, yeah, the report one. comes out at four o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, three yes. guys are going to miss tonight's game. <laughs> yes, uh, we're going to get to our in-pocket plays coming up mm-hmm. in about ten minutes. Oh. How are you doing betting the NHL? And Paulie said some uh, something during a break. This specific game tonight, Hurricanes Rangers has like Mike. Palm special written all over it. Is that true? Well, they've moved the price so much on these unders. This series, it's the same yeah. thing they did with Dallas, and rightfully so. The Dallas Flames first period under one and a half started out plus one ten, and finished at minus one thirty by the time the series was over. This one's moved even more dramatically. Game one was plus one hundred five. Did you see the prices in game four? Minus one forty five in the first period. You're almost compelled to play the full game, and I hate the empty yeah. net, so Brendan Moore doesn't pull the goalie down three. Thank you. When he didn't pull the goalie with an offensive zone faceoff with four and a half minutes, I knew he wasn't going to pull him at all. Because yeah. why would you wait to two minutes down by three? You would have done it early. But I don't want to lay 45 cents juice. You're better off with this bet, and I never even knew about this. My friend, E, is like 21 out of 24 or something. The with BTTS. This. Both teams to score no in the first period. It's on, an, it's on a... And the first period unders were on a great run after the first round. This is even right. more. Now you got to lay two dollars juice in a lot of the games. Yes. Yes. Right. But, but like a twenty. But you can win games. like last, like that Oilers game, three to nothing. You win that bet. That's true. Both teams didn't score. Okay, observation. So wait we a also, second here. Is he betting yeah. every game or certain yeah. series? He um, he was only staying away from the Edmonton okay. Calgary series. Yep. He was betting the rest of them. He's cleaning up. Mm-hmm. Right. The other thing, a good li- a listener <laughs> pointed this out on Twitter. Carolina's yet to score in the first period of the series. How can they be 6-0 and at home and own five on the road? I, I know. Wait, they what? can't stay out of the box. No. Five-minute penalty changed that whole game. Yes. And I got the Rangers' futures ticket. I'm yep. just, but I'm telling you, they did the same thing in Boston. Penalty after penalty after penalty. Mm-hmm. If you can find plus 140, which is the number right now at DraftKings on the Rangers, if you can find it out here in Las Vegas, is that attractive enough for you to get down, or do you need I'm, more? I mean, well, here, here, what I did, I did something dumb. So to hedge my Rangers bet, which I didn't hedge against Pittsburgh, to hedge my Rangers, which I have at 26 to 1 for 300 from early February, I said, I'm a smart guy here. So I'll take Carolina in the series minus 180 or maybe 190. And I parlayed it with Calgary because I thought Calgary had a huge goaltending edge. So did I. So I thought, this is the way I'll hedge it. I hope the Rangers win, but if they don't, I get this price. And instead of laying 190, I'm getting plus 140. And now it could will go both ways. I could. I'm really a Rangers fan because it looks oh, like God. there's nothing I can do now. I'm not going to start betting Edmonton. If I was going to bet, it might have been in Game Four. But hey, I brought this up earlier to Pauly. You and I were both all in on the Oilers last year. They're going to screw me twice. Is it <laughs> once by being bad and once by being good? I was going to say, it, were we? You is it possible that we were a year too early on this? Could they actually yeah. do this and maybe shot Come on, Colorado? They should, have, they should have beaten Winnipeg last year. Come of on, course they they'd should beaten have. them seven straight going into that game. Got swept and and scored the first goal in Game One and got swept. Remember, they they've been favored in 15 straight playoff games and went five and ten. Yeah, the debacle in the bubble against Chicago. Oh, that was the up. Winnipeg fiasco. Twelve five. Then they lose Game One to the Kings. Mike Smith gives the game away. Let me and tell you course- something. If the Flames had Jonathan Quick, they'd be winning this series. Markstrom's been awful. I know. I disagree with Bob Bushusen. You got to. I would out. I want to put blood. Whatever. Vladar. Vladar. Whatever it is. Put him in. I've seen enough. I think you got to make a change. He's putting you behind you the would. eight ball every game. Bob O'Shusen's calling the games for ESPN. Yeah. And he he's doing a very yesterday. nice job. He's awesome. He's, good. he's great. He's very good. He, mm-hmm. said you, he said he had too too good of a season. 
He's a Vesna finalist. You cannot make that move. He said it yesterday on our show. Gallant benched Shashirskin twice in that Pittsburgh series. Now, he gave him the start back, but he pulled him early in both games. He did. He did. I, I don't. Vlader was pretty good during the regular season. His numbers weren't awful. Poor Barubi's got nobody to go to. You can't. He's, you're you just stuck with Huso, who was bad again last night, was, but they still can't. How did that's that That's unbelievable to me. So, yes. I, Amal took him. Amal took, I think everybody on this network had Colorado puck line. It was even money. I told Amal, if you're going to do that, why not lay two and a half plus 260? They're liable to win this game by, and it was three nothing in Amal's time. I wish I'd have taken two and They lose the game. And then again, after scoring with three minutes, four minutes to go, losing. Yeah. That's unbelievable. Yep. yep. How good was that? How much pressure is on Colorado if they have to come back for a game seven after having been bounced as massive favorites in the second round two years in a row? Mm -hmm. They faced no adversity all year. No adversity. I said, we'll see how good they are. They get a one nothing lead in game three. The Blues do. And then Bennington gets hurt. I wanted to see how they would have reacted down 2-1. There'll be even more pressure if they have to come home for game seven. Can you imagine if it goes to a game seven? The Blues shocked the world to win game six. They have to dismantle that whole crew there after that. How could you be? How could you blow in the second round as huge favorites when you Stanley Cup favorites two years in a row and four or five dollar favorites to get out? And remember, remember the Colorado they were a four dollar favorite against against Dallas a couple of years ago in the bubble. That's and right. Lost That's in right. That, that series. Would you love them? It's tough to say that, but in a matchup against Mike Smith and Edmonton in the Western Conference well, Finals, you got to bet what's the total is going to be seven and a half. Seven every game for it sure. Has, it has to be. Amal's really on this. Uh, uh, on this this kick with Edmonton right now about uh, McDavid. He is so far the best player in this sport, it's not even close. Do you agree with that? Yeah, he's been unbelievable. He's amazing. Well, let's see him but win you, a cup. Well, I, I, yeah, I, yeah. I know. I, It'll be another finally, trout. It'll be another trout. Uh, the I know. best player for a decade and get, not sniff yeah. the playoffs. Uh, I, t- yeah. I tell you, when you watch McKinnon do what he did last night in that goal, yeah. score a hat trick, yeah. and then think about Come how on. good McDavid is beyond that. I mean, that, that goal was as good as that you're ever going to see. We have to get our way here. We have to get McKinnon against McDavid in the conference yeah. finals. We have to get How it. often does that happen? That's yes. Because you're a big favorite to have that happen right yeah. now. Well, yeah. I think I think Colorado will win, though, tomorrow. I, I, I do, all, too. All good points. Oh, I do, too. That's embarrassing. They deserve to be a $2 road favorite. Yeah. Mm. Uh, let's follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. What we are betting today in pocket plays. A bunch coming up on today's schedule to fire on. We'll tell you what they are coming up next. to determine the winner of any given college basketball game. Someone gives you 10,000 to 1 on anything. You take it, take it, take it. I'll bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. I'll give you 3 to 1 odds. Nope. 5 to 1. Nope. 10 to 1. You're on. Here we go in pocket <laughs> plays. Uh, recapping yeah. yesterday's action, I'll tell you, Blackburn again for the oh. A's has been solid all year long. Bees knees. I had him uh, first five against Robbie Ray plus one fifty five. That was a winner. If you bet him for the full game, that also cashed. A's get it done four to two. Yep. Uh, Robbie Ray was good. Blackburn was better. Mm. So uh, I like that number. I, there's I, Robbie Ray laying that big of a price. I thought was way too high yesterday. Uh, I'm on to three plays today. I will warn you. On to Cincinnati. That. Uh, my overnight plays in Major League Baseball have been uh, far from good so far this year. And in fact, there's one game that's, can you believe this? Uh, of, of my three plays I made last night, I bet 
Marquez and Corbin over eight and a half. Marquez recently allowed seven runs of this Nationals offense. Corbin's been a disaster. I laid over eight and a half minus 105. It's now eight almost everywhere. So sharp money coming in on the under between these two teams today. Um, Brewers got me yesterday. What was that? They couldn't, the Padres couldn't get to Ashby? Good stint in San Diego for the Brewers. Yeah. Back to back. Darvish pitched well and then just, yeah. I'm also on the rock. I took a shot here with Marquez plus 105 against the Nationals. And uh, I'll tell you, the Cardinals minus 120. They are awesome against lefties. They get Lauer today from uh, Milwaukee. He's a lefty. Wainwright goes for St. Louis. It's $1.20. I see a buck 15 right now. I'm going to have to pull a Nigel. Don't be a moron. Put more on it. Yeah. And, and bet more on the Cardinals today at minus 115. Okay, good fun. All right, not my fault. You can invoice the avalanche. I mean, that, that's ridiculous. To win in regulation, $1.50, please. Although with the over five, five and a half games prop cashed with the St. Louis miracle. Uh, I, I saw this yesterday. I go, this this is can't be. Warriors $1.90 against the Heat NBA Finals. Refund if it doesn't happen. <laughs> that, they swept them. Did you watch it? They, they, Come on, the whole team's hurt. Well, what is that? Is that number even available yeah. right now? It was available yesterday, and I bet it, but that's, you don't think, uh, how, how you much? You guys have it, it here? Yes, uh, here it's sir. You, 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 do you? Okay. Yeah. I'll look at it right now. Okay. 130 uh, against Boston and 190 against. It's right. It's still really? Still have it? Yeah. Still up? Yeah, well, it was up when we did our show yesterday. Okay, very good. There you go. Uh, and I love, love Carolina Rangers under five and a half tonight. Bet that yesterday. Dollar uh, forty. Uh, with the juice, dollar thirty-five. This is a Mike Palm special. I mean, it's uh, pending. I also like the Oilers tonight. Rangers fifteen to one to win the East. Mavs twenty-five to one. Hero Eastern Conference MVP, no shot. And uh, Huddersfield, not another Mike Palm special. For all the marbles, Sunday winners promoted the Premier League. Nigel's right. KG Nervy under two and a half, one forty, in the championship match Sunday morning. In pocket presented by Bet Rivers Hometown Book. Check out their daily specials posted afternoon Eastern. BetRivers.com. The big news. He is back. The extender. Scott Foster is working the game tonight. He's great for the to, uh, extend the series. A nickname, come on. And also, he's great for road teams. He is on Dallas Golden State tonight. Go get him, Scott. So, based on that, is that enough for you to fire yeah. on the map? Oh, that's enough. Is Watch, it? Well, oh, yeah, absolutely. I live and breathe. Watch the calls tonight. Mike, you too? No. Chris <laughs> Paul's not around. Listen, hasn't Herman Marquez, like all nine starts, have gone over the total? Yes. It's some, it's yes. Some, it? Yes. He's had Herman, it. Wow. It's awful. He's, you know, he has a handful of starts against Washington. He's, Washington kills him. He, he's given up like the highest batting average in Major League Baseball, batting average against. Every, I mean, every metric, bad. yes. I'm surprised that this is. How could uh, it be eight? I thought it was going to go to nine. Yeah. Hence, I bet over eight minus 105. I thought, oh, that's a little bit short. Over eight and a half minus 105. And now it's coming back the other way. It'll be 2 1. It'll be 2 1, and each guy will go ah, seven on. strong today. Um, by the way, for those of you who missed Mike Palm's story to begin this hour, <laughs> I, I got to tell you, that was sensational. Little story, if you missed it, you can go to the Follow the Money podcast, wherever you get your podcasts, and catch it later on. Tell oh. a story about how you, we got an email on this. This is from uh, Bob in New Hampshire. Still laughing at the Mike Palm neighbor watering story. <laughs> Something similar happened to him when he was 15 years old. The house was a 10-minute bike ride, so 20 minutes round trip. He watered the plants for them, took a, a, in the mail every day for a week. When they got back from the trip, they called me to invite me over so they could thank me. I was gifted a lousy, crappy T-shirt from Maine. I wrote off and threw it out. Good for you, you sir. You were given three bucks. Three dollars. And you had to use your own water from your house. Yeah. I couldn't even, I had to give my dad the three dollars, and, and he still, I still owed him money. I made a bad deal. Yeah. 
targets. The house got but robbed, and your I, dad heard it. He's like, I, no, no, son, we're going to let it, let, sit let down. it happen. Yeah. Sit down. Remember the $3? <laughs> sit down. It was somewhere like six, seven years later. He never forgot it. I see where you get it from. I know you are at weddings. The well, chicken. Listen, the there's chicken. too many of these fake weddings. <laughs> They're doing it for the gift. We yeah. put, look, depending on how you think the wedding of the people, like this, the one I told you about in the south side of Chicago, put 520s in the envelope and don't seal it. And then based on the meal and if there's a bar, it's open or you take 20s out. There were 10 people. It was a round of 10 <laughs> and they served it family style. Yeah. Six pieces of chicken. We said, is there another bowl of chicken coming? Nope. One bowl of mashed potatoes that got through three people. They put a bowl of, of rolls, four rolls for 10 people. I said, come on, we, we all, so of the 10 people, Six of us, the three couples knew each other. We went out to dinner afterwards. We were starving. Lunacy. Yeah, left 40 there. Yeah. Took, took 320. It's, it's a good move. It's a you good, have to. It's, yeah. it's appropriate, Paul. Yeah. It's yeah, appropriate. It it I'm is. not going to fall bait to these scam weddings. They got divorced four months later. Ah. They did it for drug money, I think. <laughs> four months later, they were done. Four months later. Kid mm. worked for me as a poker dealer. <laughs> Total scam. Uh, yeah, you know, Paulie yeah. never showed up at my, at my wedding. That, yeah. Was he, he show, invited? He of course that, he was yeah. invited. Oh, yeah. just me. We, we, we were still probably, you know, a little bit scorned at that hey, point. We Get had out of here. Get the China Grill. That whole deal was still fresh then, wasn't it? Was. it? You're right. it yeah. was. <laughs> you idiot. Yeah. Get the hell out of here. Have we told that story before on the no. air? I don't think it's ever been told. I don't think so either. Uh, I think they still have the voicemail. Yeah. <laughs> She, she does. does people have no she, idea what we're talking about right now. Well, of people course have no she clue. would. Yeah. No kidding. We got married at Dukes in Malibu. Yeah. Uh, we had all you could drink alcohol. And uh, we had an incredible menu set. It was right there on the water. Sunset was going down as we got married. Polly taps out. Couldn't bring the girl. He was on the, he was on the outs with the girl. This is the, the, me, the Megabucks. Megabucks yeah. winner. Couldn't bring a date. Yeah, he, he was on the outs with her. Told me, told me uh, a couple of weeks before we got married, I'm thinking about getting rid of her. <laughs> then why would, you want, why would we invite her then? I don't recall. And that. we had to keep it to 100 people, by the way. So he was not the only person who it was like you and you, you only. How about the guy that... He's from Wisconsin. Of course, you got to go get married in Malibu during the madness. But that's that. You know, what are you going to do? It was the best 10 days yeah. of my life. Yeah. yeah. And you weren't there. There's, there's so, a, there's, turned, out, turned out Metallica tickets. I bought him for his birthday. Said, I saw the sellers, so I'm not going to go. Yeah, good guy. This guy right here. Team he's player. a friend. Oh, there's yeah. a guy that True works, friend. There's a guy that works for us. He, he, he's been married. I don't know. He's married 10, 15 years. But he got married, and he works. He's, he's a slot executive. He, he works in this business. His wife's a cocktail waitress. They got married the Sunday after Super Bowl, so it would never interfere with the plans. Yeah. And then the Super and Bowl gets moved back. back. And, now, and now their anniversary is every year since on Super Bowl. No. Oh. Yeah. Bad situation for the yeah. poor guy. Can't do anything? No. Can't Sorry, do Mitch. anything. Can't All go right. to war with me. Don't want me in your foxhole. <laughs> no, yeah. no. Never. How about a contest story? Before, what, what happened Monday? Monday. What an unbelievable day of signups. Monday, we had 63 signups between the two contests, Circa Million Four and the Circus Survivor. This is the unbelievable part, though. 60 Circa Survivor and three Circa Millions. Should have been 63 nothing, shouldn't it? I mean, that was the unbelievable part. Pretty strong day, though. Jesus. Shot up there. I noticed it went from like 20 wow. to 80 in yeah. one day. 63. Yeah. I said, is this right? We emailed, is this? Yeah, we did six. It was 10 people doing the maximum six uh, survivors. All from That's out of what town. the 60 was. Yep. All okay. right, excellent. Yep. Good luck, Andy. Mm -hmm. That's great. Uh, what was the conversation like behind the counter? Is it going to be like, oh, oh yeah, here we go. We're going to get way more Survivor this year than Circa Millions. No, not yet. It's too early. It's way too early. It's yeah. just too early. We had it up on the board. It's taking up too much board space. Not really relevant until you get over 1,000 and you know, and you start tracking it. Right, right. You like anything today in baseball? I know not a lot of great pitching matchups in baseball. I didn't, I didn't play anything in baseball today. 
I took a pass. Hit that A's under yesterday with we, Blackburn. We can spend more time on this maybe next week. But we told the story, I think it was yesterday. We got a, There was a viewer who sent me an, uh, a picture. He's at the Aria this week. And he's watching a group of guys play blackjack. There's one guy specifically <laughs> sitting there, right? <laughs> who it, five times he had face cards versus a two. And he split them every single time. <laughs> the group of his friends at the table were encouraging him. And he did it five times in a row. Now, the, the dealer happened to kept, kept getting a two for some reason, but... Were there other people at the table besides his friends? No, they were all well, a big group of friends. Then it's not that relevant. But I mean, why would you ever? The two is the most dangerous card of, of a bus card to have a, to, to play against, and then to split a sure right. twenty hand. The thing about blackjack is you do affect the hands the way you play them. Yes, That's why people get upset. Mm-hmm. But if he's at a table where there's no, you know, civilians, civilians, the t- then the you're end. okay to be an idiot. You ever right? see someone yeah. double down on a blackjack? I've, I've, well, uh, uh, no, but I've seen ten split a lot. Outside, you know, when you play in these tournaments, you have to get used sure. to that crazy strategy where you, you do, do things you would never do. I know. Because you come down to a final hand and you need so many chips to advance. Sometimes you got to hit a 20. You do. The other guy has 20 and you have to win the hand. That's when it happened. Yeah. Gaw- Gawley, Randy yeah. McKay yeah. told that story. Yeah. Guy doubled down on a blackjack. How many times do you think you've seen people split tens? Countless? Oh, hundreds. Yeah. You ever Thousands, done Thousands, maybe. Yeah, I think alcohol was involved, but yeah. Well, okay, yeah, well, then anything happens, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. Alcohol was involved one time. I doubled down on a 13 versus a 10. And I pulled <laughs> an 8. And that's when the pit oh, ball started looking oh, at me. And I said, I'll take my, yeah. When's I'm the MIT here. reunion? That's yeah. A, yeah. When that happens, they're calling a guy in the sky is looking for you. I, I, don't have, I don't have any. I If you thought there was a sports betting offseason, think again. Our VEASAN sports betting experts are working 24-7 to keep you informed on every sport on the schedule. The over pays the same for a baseball game or a football championship, and our team grinds year-round to help improve your betting IQ on your betting IQ on your betting IQ on your betting 